Oh, yes. Football weekend recap. Backdoor cover coming at you right now. What's good, fam? It Micah. It Brad. It Ralph. It Backdoor Cover. That's how I know it was a good intro. Ralph turned his head around like the exorcist and was like, what? What's going on over there? Oh, yeah. Ralph the dog loves it. I love it, too. Football. Another great weekend in the National Football League. And some good college football action this week. We're going to talk about it all here. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. If you've never listened before, I don't know how you found it, but I appreciate you doing that. If you have listened for a long time, we appreciate your support. And please share this podcast with a friend. This is our weekend recap. We watched a lot of football this weekend. We will be back later this week with previews of both college and pro football, as well as perhaps Titan High World Series preview. We're still ironing that out but i think they said something like they wanted to do it on monday, monday. night tonight so we'll see your houston astros headed to the world series uh so we'll get you some baseball with titan high Peter's really sad it's, it's gonna be a good pod you know what else is a good pod what's that mind of micah this week is uh something very special very exciting we have a new new sponsor and i have a new theme it's travel week on mind of micah oh is that right yeah I'm going to tell you about some of my most recent travels brought to you by Away, uh, Away Luggage. I like how you're dropping your own sponsors on our podcast. That's Way to right. go, buddy. Use promo code MICA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's get to this. Onward. Onward and upward. Uh, let's start in the National Football League. We'll start with some, some quick news and notes, if you will. Uh, Saints win. Moved to 5-0 and without Drew Brees. Drew Brees uh, is set to begin practicing again this week. So we might get Brees back in the uh, in the future, which would be a I think a they've got a thing. patty cake this weekend, and they've got a bye, and he'll be back week 10. I think that's how it plays out. Seems reasonable. Um, yeah, There's not a whole lot of news at the moment, but there was... The, the most noteworthy thing to me of this week's okay. NFL action are the bed shitters of the week. Oh, there's always going to be one of them. Normally, we save this towards the end of the show. Are you that um, excited? You just but, get we've got to get to the bed shitters of the week okay. before we start, and then we're going to go through the rest of these games. But let's start. My bed shitters of the week are the Chargers and the Bears. Okay. The Chargers had their game won like four different times, including twice on the field where where calls got turned around or there were reviews. It was a, a, just a bananas finish. But this like just isn't a game you can... like. This team is just sorry. This was supposed to be a playoff team, and they suck. It's their third straight loss. Okay. They lose 23-20 to in Tennessee, uh, where I'll just tell you who... I mean, Ryan Tannehill beats you. Let me say this. Ryan Tannehill, 23 for 29. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's not the answer, though. Ryan Tannehill stinks. Well, so Coach did, Anthony so Lynn, did the uh, Tennessee Titans, I hate to tell you. Well, the Chargers sucked worse. They all stink. Anthony Lynn said, quote, I'm going to tell you all, I've never been in a ball game like that before. When you go from feeling like your guys fought their ass off, which they did, and won the ball game, then you lose it the way we lost it. On the field, we, we won it twice, said tight end Hunter Henry. We scored twice with 20 seconds left in the game, and they called touchdown on the field. I looked at the sideline a few times. Like, that's the game. Only to have that happen towards the end is one of the craziest games I've ever been in. So recap what happened exactly, just for the 
sake of the recap. Chargers initially thought they won the game with 39 seconds left when Phil Rivers connected with Austin Eckler yeah. on an angle route for a 16 yard touchdown. However, the call on the field was reversed when an official replay review ruled Eckler's arm holding the football had not crossed the goal line. Okay. So then on first and goal from the one, Melvin Gordon broke the plane and appeared to score, but left guard Dan Feeney was called for a false start, oh, moving the God. ball back to the six. On the next play, Tennessee quarterback Malcolm Butler was called for pass interference on a fade route, moving the ball back to the one-yard line. Then, running out of the shotgun, the Chargers gave it to Gordon again for a touchdown called on the field. However, official replay again overturned the call on the field. So for those keeping up, that's two. On second and goal, Gordon, Gordon once again got the ball, but lost it before he reached the goal line, and Tennessee defensive tackle fumbled it. Huh? Uh, Jarrell Casey recovered to seal the game. Good Lord. That is a nut crush of the week, more so than the bed shooter. No, I, well, maybe a little both, but th- this team is classic bed shitting. So tough break uh, for some bed shitters there. I mean, Melvin Gordon, 16 carries, 32 yards. I mean, he's just, that's what you get if you sit out the first six, whatever. He did score a, a touchdown uh, on a reception to his first of the season, but yeah, it, he's the bed shitter of the season at this point. He somehow scored a touchdown and had negative three receiving yards. Chargers fall to two and five, which a team that went 12-4 and four and played all of their games on the road last year because they have no home field advantage. has already has five losses this year. Tough break for them. The other bed shitters of the week are the Chicago Bears. Woo, they stank. Oh, man. I mean, and this is... Now, look, we'll talk about some sorry-ass teams in a minute. Uh, but the Bears... These are the sorriest, right? No, no. <laughs> like, these aren't just... Like, the Bears and, and the Chargers coming into the season, weren't just sorry-ass bums. Like, these were teams that people thought would be playoff teams. Now, granted, in the NFL, playoff teams turn over every year. That's that's how it works. Right. Um, why can't I find the Bears score? Here? I'm in it right now. So they lost 36-25 to to the New Orleans Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. Operation Stay Afloat. That's right. At home, your Operation Stay Afloat Saints improved to 5-0, and head above water. Uh, Teddy in played, Chicago is what you mean. In Chicago. Yeah. Is that what I... You well, said at home, but it wasn't clear. Yeah, at Chicago. Uh, Teddy, 23 of 38, two, 281 and two touchdowns. Uh, Latavius Murray was great, 27 carries, 120 yards, two scores. Michael Thomas was great, nine catches, 131. The Saints dominated the shit out of the Bears. Latavius Murray was the story here to me because Alvin Kamara was sidelined. He comes in and doesn't miss a beat, 27 carries, 119 yards, also reels in five receptions, 31 more yards. No problem. I think that was one of the knocks against him as he wasn't a great receiving back. He had no problem coming in doing that. Well, and the Bears scored 15 points in the fourth quarter after this game right. was already over. Right, right. And they Trash still lost time, by yeah. 11 at home. Like, this is just, this is brutal. And this game, it, it was 12 to 10 at halftime. The Saints come out in the, in the third quarter, score 14 points, put the game away. This one was never in doubt. I, every time I saw this game, I was like, oh, well, the Saints are just, they just, or it was big brother, little brother. And this is Trubisky's first game back, right? Yes. Yes, that's correct. So, but just an embarrassing loss. Yeah, they they big brothered him. They beat on him good. The Bears fall to 3-3 three and three, uh, and having lost two games in a row. They're trash. I'll just say it. I mean, they it, they looked worse with Mitch than they did with Chase, and they looked bad with Chase. They're just, they are in big trouble until they can find some sort of quarterback play. It seems like uh, they stink. So uh, that's... Those are your two bed shitters of the week for me. I'm with the, you. The sorry ass squads of the week. That's that's a new one. Okay. And we won't even count Miami because they actually 
played okay this week, even though they did get stopped. <laughs> but they are sorry. The Bengals and Skins are just sorry as fuck. The the Skins are just pathetic. They lose nine nothing at home in a monsoon um, to the 49ers. This was the first game all season to be tied at zero zero at halftime. Uh, no one played well necessarily, but you got to you got to score some points. Case Keenum went nine for twelve. That's it. It was very wet there. Adrian Peterson had twenty carries for eighty one yards. He's done. We need to quit quit waiting for him to to you know be Adrian Peterson. Were we waiting for that? Well, I I have him on my fantasy team. Oh well, you were waiting. Yeah, he's got to be thirty five now. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah. Uh, nine nothing. You you guys just stink. There's there's no hope. There's nothing good. There's no there there's no like there's nothing good about that team. There's nothing exciting about the future. They're just trash. Another team that is just trash are your zero and seven Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Andy Dalton still playing, even though he, he had several meltdowns. Just <laughs> uh, people were not happy with his performance yesterday, and with good reason. I believe in the fourth quarter he threw what? How many picks? He's got three total. Yeah, he had three picks, and I think they were all in the fourth quarter. Uh, they lose at home to Jacksonville, twenty-seven seventeen. Um, there were about twenty thousand people in the stands for this game. There was a photo taken at at kickoff, as empty as an NFL game you'll ever see. Yeah, and with good reason. Who the fuck would want to go see the Bengals and Jags? I'd go to just to see Gardner Minshew and and Leonard Fournette. But yeah, I'm with you. No, you want it? Yes, I would. Well, there's good seats available. That's right. Whenever and probably very cheap. Whoever Cincinnati's playing, you can you can go see the uh, the Bengals suck against just about anybody this year. Uh, they're terrible, and this is another team with just no no hope, nothing exciting. Their best player is Joe Mixon, who is a a known woman beater of like the highest terrible order. Like it, it, they don't even have anybody like you. you there's no one likable on this team. It's not like Chad Ochocinco who's making jokes and saying kiss the baby and doing shit like that. You're saying that. he was likable, huh? Yeah. He got old pretty quick. I mean, he, oh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> but we look back fairly fondly on him. Yeah. The Bengals just stink. Yeah. Their best player is a scumbag. I'm so, trying uh, to find things to argue with you about, and I just got nothing. Yeah, it's hard. They suck. It's hard this week. It's hard to have for a pen. You know, I will say this about this week's football. Not too many close, crazy games. I mean, the Chargers game was was pretty wild at the end, but it wasn't like... I don't know. This wasn't like great teams going back and forth. The, right. There were no heavyweight fights uh, this week. And uh, we're starting to figure out who these teams are. Okay. Basically, is, I'm is, with you. Is where I'm going with this. And, uh, you know, so that's that's where we are. Let's run through the rest of the games. Okay. Uh, you know, well, you want to talk about, uh, we'll save the Sunday nighter for a minute. Uh, we'll also preview the Monday nighter here. You want to save the best for last, huh? Well, not exactly. But close. Uh, okay, I'm with you. We haven't talked since Thursday. The Chiefs stomped the Broncos 30-6 to in uh, in Denver. Uh, the big story there, of course, Pat Mahomes knocked out, likely out for about three weeks with a, a dislocated kneecap or something Ugh, like that. So disgusting. I saw there's a little video posted online of him popping it's not good. in. Yeah. And apparently, I mean, it's not that big a deal. Uh, the, or, well, it is that big a deal. But after the MRI was basically best-case scenario. Uh, that he'll be back in three or four weeks. But this is, the Chiefs are in, um, I mean, the Broncos suck too. They're bed, They're not even bed shitters. They're trash. They fall to two and five. When you get embarrassed like that and against a backup quarterback. Matt Moore, no less. Yeah, I mean, things are ugly. 10 for 19 for 117 yards and a touch. Yeah, that's Matt Moore. probably not going to be good against good enough against most teams. But 
the Broncos are trash. I think they scored on the first drive. And yeah, they then, looked like they were going to come out and play some offense, and then it just stalled. Then they scored zero the rest of the way. Yeah. Troy Aikman was just actively ragging and dragging uh, the elite Joe Flacco. Mm. Uh, that's going to end poorly. Guess whose fault that is? His. Joe Flacco's? No. Uh, Troy Aikman? Troy, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were saying... Uh, oh, John Elway? John Elway. Oh, well, yes, Aikman? it is John Elway's fan. Fuck John Elway. I thought you were saying Elway for some reason. No, Aikman, my, Aikman on the, the broadcast I mixed up my was just uh, legendary quarterbacks. My bad. All right, let's move on from yeah. the Thursday nighter. Uh, Rams go to Atlanta and get right after losing three in a row. 37-10. to 10. The Falcons are also trash. They're 1-6. And, six, and uh, very little... To be excited about this for was that something football for team. the Rams because they got Jalen Ramsey. He came in, was playing third downs, and then ended up getting in the game a little bit more and having a pretty significant outcome on the game. He uh, he caused a fumble, uh, shut down Julio for the most part. Like played very good defense on him. That, Julio Jones six for ninety three, but when you keep the explosive plays and away, twelve of those or something was on a last minute catch on the, a trash drive. So I mean, like they held him pretty. Yeah, in Falcons scored a late touchdown in this thing to make it look even a little bit better. Thirty seven ten. Early still the Rams. get going. Yeah. Yeah. He did have a nice touchdown pass or nice touchdown catch, I should say. Okay. But only 18 carries for 41 yards on the ground. Jared Goff was good. 22 of 37, 268, two scores. Rams cruise. They're a better team. And the Falcons are, you know, they, they're sorry. They're, they're bad. So I, last week I was saying that the defense isn't what the problem is, that the offense is because they don't have a running back. They, they can't get going. That's the thing that's, that's the problem, and that's what takes the pressure off the quarterback. I could, I kind of feel like I stand corrected here. The defense really played some some ass out football, and I was impressed. Yeah, Devontae Freeman was ejected from this game for punching Aaron Donald, which was hilarious. And then Aaron Did you Donald see this picked play? him up like a little no, baby it was before the play. Yeah, before the punch, Aaron Donald just dominated him, picked him up like a child, and then then Freeman punches him in the head. Freeman's looking at him like in the sternum, like in the solar plexus, like he looked like a smaller he didn't look like the same age human yeah yeah your buffalo bills come back to beat the miami dolphins the dolphins the sorry ass dolphins fall to zero and six the buffalo bills improved to five and one they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter to win uh 31 21 against miami who actually showed some signs of life this week ryan fitzpatrick uh, played pretty well 23 of 35 282 and a score the dolphins are good for one good quarter of football game yeah, that's what I think. Like they maybe it's on the second or third when they finally do it, and it's too late. But usually they have one competitive quarter out of four. Yeah, and then they lose. Yeah, that's that's well said. And when it's time to actually go, when you have to like yeah, shut it, yeah, close it out, they yeah. give up twenty two points. Ouchie. Well, and Buffalo scored a late touchdown off an onside kick too. So this okay. this game was a little closer than the the uh, the score indicated. Bills. Uh, Dolphins cover, so for for what it's worth, they did do that. They're playing a li- they're playing a little bit better, but you got to give credit to the Bills. Five and one is five and one. That's this is a team barreling towards the playoffs. Uh, we talked about Jacksonville over Cincinnati in front of fifteen people. The Lions with a second consecutive really impressive win start looking like the team we thought they no, are. No, they, the Vikings. The Vikings. I'm sorry. You're, yeah. Okay. Over, Vikings over the Lions. That's right. Let me try this one more time. You got this. Vikings 42, Lions 30. Vikings' second consecutive impressive win after stomping the shit out of Philadelphia last week. They improved to 5-2. and two. They look like the team we thought they might be and the team they've been in recent seasons. The Lions fall to 2-3-1 and one and are effectively dead 
or they're certainly dead in their division uh, with the, I guess there's only a game back of the Vikings, but they're two back of the Packers uh, and they, they, they stank. It's not like they're going to turn this, this around. This is the same thing yeah. we, we keep saying about the Lions. Like they're just good enough to keep the game close and try not to lose it. Matthew Stafford had a huge day, fantasy-wise anyway, 30 for 45, 364, four touchdowns. So I will say this. I've had Marvin Jones on my team, Marvin Jones Jr., on my fantasy team all yeah. year. Last week I started him, Was had a pretty pedestrian week. This week he went and projected scoring points. Four touchdowns, 10 receptions, 93 yards, four touchdowns receiving. That's tough, man. To watch. Was he on your bench? Yes. Oh, of course. And it's tough, right? That's real tough. You know what he's going to do next week? Nothing. Of course. Yeah. He's going to be picked up and owned in every league, and he's going to score. He's going to get you four. I'm going to trade that ass if I can this weekend. No no doubt. <laughs> no chance either. Uh, you want to trade for him, Micah? I'm good. I need lots of help. Uh, Dalvin Cook, looking like the stud that he is. He is a bad, bad man. I mean, Same the, with the Vikings, the Vikings skill positions, man. Dalvin Cook, Stephon, Di- Stephon Diggs, and uh, Thielen. The touchdown Thielen had was was unbelievable. He got hurt on the play. I don't think he returned. Uh, had an unbelievable catch, touchdown pass catch at the very back of the end zone. Yeah, sort of slid into a barrier. Stephon Diggs, seven catches, one forty-two, and Dalvin Cook. I mean, I think people overlook him when they talk about the top tier of running backs. Not anymore. They shouldn't. I mean, he is right there. He's a difference maker. And, and there aren't many of, that, of those guys. A great defense. They've got a very good defensive yeah. unit. 25 for 142 and two scores for Cook. Uh, this defense is rounding into shape. Vikings look for real. Uh, I mean, I think the Vikings and Packers may be the two best teams in the NFC. The only problem is They're that you've got division. such a low ceiling if, um, what's his name, Cousin has an off game, you know, like, We've seen what it looks like when he sucks. They really suck. They just hinders yeah. the entire team. So he does. He seems like he's uh, a good player. Yes, one, one every four weeks he he's looks streaky. like an elite quarterback. Yeah, two out of four he's like average, and then one out of four he's just trash. So you just never know if he could get through these playoffs and have a streak of good games. They could be good. Well, but. over his last three games, he's sixty-eight of ninety. 75% passing, good. 976 yards, 10 touchdowns, one pick. So, yeah, he's been very so he good. he has bounced back. Um, Before that, though, he was trash. He's the only QB in NFL history with three straight games of 300 passing yards and a QB rating of 130 or better. Which is funny because so like, earlier this year he was apologizing falling. to people. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, so for just being bad. He's like, I'm sorry. This is on me. I suck. So you like that? Uh, yeah, do you like that? Vikings five and two. Lions are pretty much done. You, you can't lose that game at home like that. And uh, you know, tough break. Feel bad. Shouts to Will to Freeze. Tough break for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders go to Green Bay and get whipped. This is this was an impressive win. Maybe the most impressive win the Packers have had. Even though we don't really know how good the Raiders are. Raiders fall to three and three. Packers improved to six and one. They have played five of their seven games at home this season, where they're four and one. Uh, 42-24, a uh, consistent ass kicking. Aaron Rodgers had four pa- four touchdown passes, or yeah, four touchdown passes, and then a rushing touchdown. He goes, he went off for four twenty nine passing. He's unbelievable. Marquez Valdez Scantling was the number one receiver with two rece- two receptions for one hundred and thirty three yards and a touch. Two pretty good receptions though. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Aaron Rodgers. When he's healthy, he's a bad, bad boy. He's the best quarterback to ever play. You think so? Yes. I wouldn't go that far. His 
he is just unbelievable. And I'm sorry, he had five passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. That's right. So six touchdowns plus 429. And if you have him on your fantasy team and you lose, you should just retire. He was on uh, someone's bench today. In our no. League. Yeah, he was on a bench. He played behind Dak uh, last night for Who'd, take Max. Oh, Max. my God. But anyway. The, the fiance, uh, somebody in her league had him benched. Yeah. It's like, if you have Aaron Rodgers, you don't need another quarterback. You just play him every week. That's it. It's, it's Even what I call. Even though he's had a, a couple of yeah, pretty I mean, big stinkers. But it doesn't matter. You have Aaron Rodgers. You're. Like you're committed, you draft Aaron Rodgers, you pay for him in, in an auction, or you pick him in the fourth round, whatever. Yeah, that's your guy. It's it's what I like to call the the Drew Brees corollary. Yeah, where Drew Brees for the last ten years, however, maybe longer. He's a sure thing. If you have Drew Brees on your team, you just don't have to worry about quarterback. Don't that's, look at who's going to score more. Yeah, you don't, worry don't compare. It. Don't look at the waiver wire. You're just start Drew Brees, and you figure out the one bye week. Aaron Rodgers uh, dominated and. Like I mentioned, when he is on, I just think he's the best to ever do it. Mm. I he's think, so accurate. I think he's that might so, be a little He's extreme. so effortless. Yeah. He's sneaky athletic with his feet. He can get he can get you a, a third and six with his feet. He's if very he needs fast. To. He's elusive. Fast. He yeah. avoids interception or he invo- uh, avoids uh, contact sacks when yeah. when he has to. And then he can throw balls into a window that no, almost nobody else can do. I mean, Pat Mahomes is on that level too, but. Uh, Rogers has done it for so long, so consistently. Before we move on, dude's unbelievable. The uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, Darren Waller, who I believe was the guy who was a dr- the drug addict, tight end. Yeah, he recovered. He's he had like signed a, really a big million dollar, uh, nine million dollar a year contract this week. Seven receptions, one hundred twenty six yards, two touchdowns. He looks for real, man. He yeah, looks he's very a, good. He's been their best pass catcher. It's good to see someone bounce back like that. Yeah. So and he got paid this week. So big shouts to that guy. Don't go buy drugs. Yeah, stay away from drugs, kids. All right, Texans go to Indianapolis and get beat. This what is, the hell? We talked about this. I mean, we talked. This is classic the most Bill classic O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, the most classic Texans franchise move. You, you get a big win at Arrowhead last week, and then you go in and you, and you get beat uh, in a division game, and you make Jacoby Brissett look like Aaron Rodgers. Four passing touchdowns for, for Brissett. Brissett, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. 26 of 39, 326, four scores. I mean, I don't know how that happens. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, people, I did see some tweets and some stuff, some analysis this week. Brissett signed a two-year, $30 million contract before the season started, and several people talked about how it's it's now the best, uh, how it's a, it's a big value play, how huh. he, he's underpaid. Is that right? And he's performing. Uh, he does yesterday against against the Texans. I, this is an inexcusable loss for the Texans, um, in my opinion. Agreed. Thirty to twenty three. He outduels um, the Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, and uh, and man, that just, offense. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's just like this is. We kind of saw this coming, um, but like, there's no reason this should happen except for like Bill O'Brien and the Texans. This is just what they do. They're just mediocre. They fall to four and three. Colts improved to four and two and take first place in their division. Uh, we'll see. I mean, these teams play again. I think that's a that's a fun division to watch. But the Texans are just up and down, and they they can never put it together. And every time they show up for games in uh, you know Corey like dressed together like they did this week. Oh yeah, they shit the bed. Mm. They all came into the uh, walked into the uh, the stadium wearing Astros gear. Yeah, and uh, Which, just 
I get. Like if it's cool, but if you're the Texans and you're most famous for showing up to uh, to Gillette Stadium in uh, custom letter jackets and getting beat by like 45 points, not your best. Maybe luck. you just shouldn't dress up. You know, just don't do that. Yeah, as don't a team. don't open yourself up to that again. God, you're so embarrassing, Texans. I'm so glad I'm not. I'm surprised you didn't put them on the bed shitters of the week. I mean, they went on the road to a team that's that's pretty good, but mediocre at best. Yeah, I mean, okay. when you make Jacoby Brissett look like Aaron Rodgers, you stink. And, <laughs> and a lot of credit to Brissett. He's he's been surprisingly good. That's the first nice thing you've said about that man in four weeks. It's not his fault that he's just a very average <laughs> NFL quarterback. All right, and and you know what? He's getting close to the. He's getting close to a point where I think he's maybe an NFL starter. Wow! So congratulations, but. Uh, let's keep moving. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals go to New York or New Jersey in this case and defeat the Giants 27 21. Uh, Cardinals improved to 3 3 and 1, which is pretty impressive. Giants fall to 2 and 5. Once again, Giants stink. Okay. Just because Daniel Jones had one good game, two. He had two good games. Well, yeah, but he had one really good game his right. first game. The whole world went crazy for him. They should have lost the game, too, as you recall. That's right. There was a missed extra or missed field goal at the end. Uh, He's a rookie. Uh, they should be playing him. I mean, this team, this season is lost. It was lost before it even started. Yeah. There's no har- no harm in him going out there. And he didn't play poorly, 23-35, 2-23 in a touch. But they're not good. And he's, you know, the, the guy's not going to change change the entire uh, balance of power. He can't make a very terrible team decent. They stink. Yeah, Saquon uh, Barkley back on the positive note. Yeah, Saquon was back. Another interesting deal. Um, uh, David Johnson went out after one carry. He had he hurt his ankle or something. Some guy named Chase Edwards comes in and just annihilates. Chase Edmonds, who he played for. Oh, Edmonds. That's right. a different right. name. He had two touchdowns in the first quarter. 127 yards. carries, 126, and three touchdowns. You should probably be trying to pick him up. I also, don't know. two receptions, 24 yards. Like, he, he fucking slayed. That's an X factor. Shouts to Chase Edmonds, whoever you are. 27-21, those are two teams that aren't any good, so we'll keep moving. But big win for Cliff. I, I said before the season, if they win four games, the season's a success. They're 3-3-1. Three, three and one. Wow, he, he uh, went to uh, Fordham University. Fordham? Yes. It's in New York, I believe. Mm. The Bronx. There you go. Is that right? I don't know. I should probably Google it. I'm on. I'm on. You want me to see where they're at? Yeah, yeah. Google Fordham. Fordham. Is... 49ers 9 Redskins zero. We're going to move on. We'll come back for you luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shouts to Fordham University. Uh, Niners nine, Redskins zero. We already talked about that. Jimmy Garoppolo, barely capable, 15 to 21, 151 and a touch, or and a pick, I should say. Garoppolo has, I, I don't know, his record as a starter is like 15 and two. It's fucking unbelievable. Right. So shouts to them. They keep winning. They improved to six and zero. Oh, and they and look- if you were to add his record when he was in New England, like he had like a flamethrower year, that's how they. He ended up having. I think he came in and filled in for. Um, is that not right? No. Nah. How did he get so popular? Because he did He's something just good to looking. derive value. No, like he had some good fill-in time or something. He did something that showed that he was a competent. He NFL might have, starter. but he didn't start for. I mean, I don't. He yeah, because it wasn't like games. Brady was injured. He must have just yeah. been coming in and playing garbage time and showing what he was. But anyways. Yeah. Shouts to to Jimmy G though, who's turned, who's gotten paid and is, uh, you know. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion, too. Something else. He won the Walter Payton Award. Hmm. How about that? For being a good person or whatever. 
uh, from Eastern Illinois. He started uh, he started 15 games in his career, including uh, two for the the Patriots. Hmm. And his win and lo- his win loss record is 13 and two as a starter. Two and zero for the Pats. Five and zero his first year. Then he got hurt. One and two last year before he got hurt. Or actually, he didn't get hurt two years ago. Whatever. And he's five and zero again this year. Pretty fucking impressive. That's all I'll say. Shouts to Jimmy G. And the Niners, who look like a real team, uh, the the new Bosa is just a just a dominating force. Oh, here's what it was: it was when Brady was suspended for four games. Ah, okay. That's when Garoppolo came in and made a name for himself. Oh, and then he got hurt. Yeah, but he only started two. Anyways, okay. uh, we talked about the Titans over the Chargers, the bed shitters of the week. I mean, this is a miserable season for the Chargers. Just miserable. It's just going to get worse. Every game they play at home where the crowd is 90% the other team. It's just so humiliating. Uh, and then they go on the road and get beat. So, tough break. Saints 36, Bears 25. We talked about that mm-hmm. pretty extensively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Saints look for real. That defense is really good. And it it is at 6-1 and one and 5-0 and oh in the Keep Afloat Tour. You can hold Drew out for another week or two. Let him get totally healthy. Let him get back in shape. Like, you know, I'm sure he's in, in very good shape still. Uh, notorious workout it's, freak. Yeah, it's not like he can't run a treadmill with a sprained yeah. thumb. But still, you let him get a let him get a hundred percent healthy. So next they've got the Cardinals and then a bye week. And Teddy Bridgewater's played well, but he's not necessarily. Nobody's saying like, oh, we should just keep playing Teddy and don't bring Drew back. That's, right. They've got a it's ceiling the with perfect Teddy. scenario. And again, they have plenty of games to get him back inserted into the offense before playoffs. Like it's it's ideal. It's true. Uh, Ravens thirty, Seahawks sixteen in Seattle. Seahawks. Have lost both their games at home. They fall to five and two. Uh, the Ravens improved to five and two, including three and one on the road. Uh, Thirty to sixteen. Lamar Jackson, goddamn. Lamar Jackson, fourteen carries, one hundred and sixteen yards and a touch. Uh, on the ground, Russell Wilson struggled, threw the ball forty-one times, only had two hundred forty-one yards. Touchdown. This one was. Pick. This is the. This is the the blueprint for the Ravens. Yeah, you get ahead and you just stomp, and we just run the football, and we do, you know, we throw the ball just enough. Lamar Jackson went nine nine completions, twenty yards, one forty three through the air. He was, uh, and uh, as we mentioned, he ran it fourteen times, one hundred sixteen yeah. yards. I'd say the only thing that I'd want to change if I was them for a blueprint is to get Mark Ingram more involved and him less involved in the running game. But obviously, if he doesn't run, then it's not the same team. So you got to find a nice balance. Yeah, they ran the ball. Uh, they averaged 5.7 yards as a team. Uh, almost 200 yards rushing uh, for Baltimore. And they just sort of, you know, ground and pound, if you will. This game was tied at 13 at half. And then Baltimore got got the lead and just, you know, if you get behind on this team, they are going to stomp you out. Yeah. And they did. And, uh, you know, I still don't know how good Seattle is. I mean, we were talking about it. they don't have any sort of like names that jump off the page at you other than than Russell Wilson, really. Like Tyler Lockett is is a good player, five catches, sixty one yards. But I mean, touch. what is he the third best receiver on or second best receiver on most teams? Maybe third. Yeah, he's probably not a legit first. Yeah, he's know, not your ace. A one guy. I mean, Metcalf. He's a rookie though. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, DK Metcalf's not there yet. He's rough, but he is huge. By he is a big body yeah. dude. Like, just the size of that guy. Uh, 
So both teams, both those teams fall to five and two with the Rams bouncing back this week. That NFC West looks a little more competitive and a little more interesting as well. And then the final game, the Sunday nighter, uh, your Dallas Cowboys. Wrecked. Just, we are dim boys again. Uh, 37 to 10 over Philadelphia in a game that almost didn't feel this close. Uh, a tremendous ass kicking for the Cowboys. Right off the bat, home. they got on them. They jumped on them like literally within the first few minutes of the game. It was like, whoa, shit. Cowboys have established uh, the pace of this game. Cowboys look like the better team from the jump. Dak and, carved them up, too. Boy. I mean, these Eagles look sort of trick-or-treat. I, I think it might be their secondary that's the trick-or-treat part of the squad. I don't know. Yeah, they were a little banged up. Uh, the The Eagles' secondary is, is beat up a little bit. Um, but Good Amari Lord. Cooper comes back from going out last week. It's just He's an unbelievable player. Five catches, 106 yards. Uh, including a 44-yarder. They were all over Carson no Wentz on that defensive line. The Cowboys got after got after the quarterback. Carson Wentz, when he's going well, when they're in rhythm, like he's he's a great player. and He looks all world. When he has to throw it and they get predictable, the guy takes a, he takes a few sacks. He can he misses a few throws. I don't know There's if that's on about him, him. If it's a protection package issue, but three sacks for the Cowboys, but they. They were got after. I mean, that doesn't say. Yeah, I'm sure he was hurried like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods had a pick. Cowboys just just stopped, just rolled last last night. And uh, you know, I mean, the Eagles are also banged up offensively. They they don't have the weapons that that they they anticipate to have. Amari Deshaun Cooper Jackson hasn't played in several weeks, and uh, because of course, and you know the 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 Eagles could not get the running game going, and then they had to basically abandon it mm-hmm. Zeke Elliott 22 carries 111 yards five yards a carry and a touchdown just feed just feed the man another six catches for 36 yards as well yeah very impressive Prescott uh scored on the ground and through the air I mean he rushed one in yeah yeah so Cowboys dominate in uh dominate this one your boy Amari Cooper yeah, we mentioned Five him for earlier. Six and 24, with a forty-four. He yard. he's the single most important player on this team. I think so too. Cooper makes the whole thing go. Him and the kicker who just keeps knocking <laughs> in, keeps knocking in sixty yarders every week, uh, and becoming the first player in NFL history to make three sixty yarders in one season, which is fucking crazy. I'm not even gonna say his name because I don't want to jinx it. But uh, Brett, we'll just call him Brett. Shouts to the Cowboys, thirty-seven to ten. Cowboys now uh, take command of this division. Are they heading to the bye? At least in the short term, uh, four and three Eagles fall to three and four. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. I think they do. Anyways, yeah, that'll be a welcome to break. They need a well, kind of group. The Cowboys, uh, they in fact do go to a bye, and then they get another welcome break because they go to <laughs> the Giants uh, before they play the Eagles on a Sunday night. Vikings, in, you mean. the Vikings. What am I looking at? The Vikings in three weeks on a Sunday night. That'll be a toughie. Be a, They've yeah. been in a lot of Sunday nighters, haven't they? The, uh, they always the boys. do. Yeah, they're pretty popular. I'm popular. Uh, anything else? Uh, should we talk about the the Monday nighter tonight? Sure. Oh, we should talk about Camp Miss Mitch before we get to the Monday nighter. Do we okay. have his pick? We do have his pick for this game, actually. Yeah, he likes New England. So Mitch went 8-5 and five That's yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, Can't Miss Mitch, our in-house tout with his algorithm... Last week he went twelve and three, and the week before was some outrageous number. The as week well. before, or actually, the week before was twelve and three. Last week it was 
uh, 11 and 4. This week it's 8 and 5, still getting you paid, still making you money. I mean, Mitch is getting everybody rich. We've got a phone call about Can't Miss Mitch. Oh, yeah, you want to get that one going? Yeah, if you want to dial that up, uh, Can't Miss Mitch, getting you paid. So that's uh, a part of our uh, weekend preview, the algorithm. Uh, his pick, he did take the Eagles last night, so he was wrong about that one. But 8 and 5 is solid. I don't care Micah, who you are. Brad, Mitch. Uh, I just wanted to give you a big shout. Uh, thanks a lot for putting these picks out. Um, it was two weeks ago, week six. That wasn't two weeks ago. Week five. It was week five. Um, one of my buddies never never gambled on football before. Uh, put him on the picks. Uh, he took seven, uh, parlayed them, uh, nailed them all. Wow. Uh, we're talking like a nine dollar parlay. Made like twelve hundred bucks. So uh, thanks, guys. Uh, you're making uh, little people a little more richer. Let's go. Uh, thanks again, guys. Have a good one. There you go, fam. So if you're not paying attention to Backdoor Cover's uh, NFL previews with Can't Miss Mitch, you are missing out. You need to be sending these to your degenerate friends. Eight and five will get you paid. Get that seven-game parlay. Get rich as shit. That's it. That's that's all I got. Who does Mitch like tonight in the, uh, the Monday Nighter? I believe he's got New England. He is on New England, and it is the... the uh, Patriots going to the Jets. Yeah. And, and you're six and zero Patriots at one and four Jets. Uh he shows it a ten point game. He's got him winning by eleven. I'm I'm seeing a line around nine and a half at this so point. It's so even better. Close. Value. And he likes the Patriots. Yeah. Uh I like the Patriots too. You'd have to be crazy to bet on the fucking Jets in this game. Even though the Jets did beat the Cowboys last week, so Sam Darnold looked pretty good. Uh you got terrific Tom Brady and a killer defense. I mean, how? Yeah, how, yeah, exactly. This. How could you possibly bet against the Patriots? Uh, even if I mean, I don't. There is no number high enough for me to bet against the Patriots. This is an unstoppable Patriots team at six and zero going to a one and four Jets team. And yeah. I don't. I don't care who their quarterback is. I don't care how well they played last week. They are going to stomp. There you have it. Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure that's how the song goes, but okay. It is now. Okay. All right, uh, that's it for pro football. You got any other thoughts before we move on to the college mm, game? That was we uh, thoroughly covered it. We exhausted all av- all avenues. Okay, good. Let's go to college. Let's go. Uh, we'll start with the news. Tua gets hurt against Tennessee. Uh, we think he I, apparently he got surgery yesterday. Jeez, they move quick on this thing. But apparently he uh, who do they play Arkansas or something next week. I got uh, they Let play someone who absolutely sucks, so he will not play. And then they have a bye week before LSU. Yeah, it's Arkansas. Okay, it's what, Arkansas. What did he get surgery on? What was the deal here? Uh, high ankle, it says. High ankle sprain is Yikes. what Saban said after the game. He'll be out for a week or two. I would anticipate they're going to want him back for LSU, obviously. I would think uh, they would but, like that. You know, They'll shut him down this week and then the bye week and then LSU, which could be number one versus number two. I like to compliment you on your delivery of that injury news. It was oh. very dramatic. I liked it. Thank you. Yeah. It's very dramatic if you live in Alabama. That's certainly the case. Or if you're a Heisman voter. Uh, or if you live in Hawaii. Or if you just like college football Tagliavula. Tagliavula. Anyway. I don't think that's how you say it. Tua. Out. Hopefully we get him back. College football is better with him. He's he's fun. Uh, Clem- Absolutely. Clemson falls in the rankings to number four. Another not super impressive performance oh yes 45 uh, to 10 the big story well whatever uh they got jumped by ohio state anyway ohio state looking a little more impressive ohio state also 52-3 over northwestern yeah we'll get to that 
Uh, Dabo made an ejected player ride the bus home with the managers instead of taking the private plane, which is funny. <laughs> ejected I, I'm, I'm generally like fucking so anti-Dabo, it hurts, but apparently he had a player take a swing at another guy, and he sent him off the field before, like, he's like, just get out of here, and like, sent him off the field before the, uh, before he was actually ejected from the game. Yeah. Which you can do when you're Clemson, you're up 45 to 10, but, uh, and then he made him take the bus back with the, <laughs> with the, uh, with the equipment with the managers, yeah. yeah, the equipment managers, which is just funny. College game day this week going to South Dakota for number one, North Dakota State versus number three, South Dakota. Okay. Cool. Think Joe Flacco will be there in one of those? He's schools? from Delaware. Oh, but shit. It is Division One AA or Division Two or SBS, whatever it is. Not Division One. Yeah. So there's that. I I guess I mean normally those those games in the little small town or in you know, the small schools have an unbelievable atmosphere for yeah, they're gonna show up for that. It's it's like a little high school stadium, but it's gonna be fun. Yeah. God, we're gonna have all of South Dakota mad at us, but I just don't care. You think they got podcasts in South Dakota? <laughs> all, right. all right, let's run through the uh the top twenty five. I guess I could give our bed shitters of the week. Uh, there's two of them, but okay. we'll, we'll get to them. You tell me. You're the captain. Yeah, you know what? Let's start with the bed shitters of the week. Okay. The easy, the obvious one here is Wisconsin losing 23-24 at Illinois. Boy. Uh Wisconsin led this game, had a big lead, and again, for the second week in a row, Illinois makes a, a comeback against a better team. Weren't they favored by 30? Yes, Illinois was a 30-point underdog at home. Oh, my God. This is the this this is the biggest upset of the season, statistically, uh, against the line anyway. Illinois twenty four, Wisconsin twenty three. Lovey Smith gets gets the W that he desperately needed. This Illinois team has looked terrible. Uh, they are three and four. Wisconsin falls from six and zero to six and one. Jonathan Taylor even got it going. Twenty eight carries, one hundred thirty two yards, yeah. and one touchdown. Uh, their quarterback twenty four for thirty two, two sixty four and a touch. Here is the problem: Wisconsin is a bully. They play bully ball. They play old school, just like stomp you out football and they didn't get a big enough lead they just didn't do it i mean they they let illinois hang close and illinois won the football game and illinois played well in the fourth quarter they outscored them 10 to 3 including getting down the field to kick that kick the game winning field goal as time expired uh quite a scene a huge surprise mm-hmm. this is a 30 point underdog this isn't the way this is supposed to happen right uh so shouts to illinois but an un, unspeakable loss for wisconsin That'll do it. That's that's pretty much a season killer. Exactly. I mean, as it should be. This yeah. is it just an unspeakable loss, and and perhaps they were looking ahead. They they go to Ohio State next week. That's such a shame, man. That um, would have been a hell. Of and a that's game where day college situation. game day would have been. Obviously. It probably still will be, but no, the game day is going to Division two school. Because, oh, I thought you meant next week. I got you. Yeah, this week they're going there. I got you. Yeah, they go to Ohio State. They'll probably be two touchdown underdogs now. Uh, instead of being close to a... We'll get to see Ohio State versus a, a quality opponent. Well, Wisconsin fucking blew it. So they are Big my time. bed shitters of the week. And, of course, everybody out there is listening. Going, oh, yeah, they're the bed shitters. What about your team? Yes, the Missouri Tigers are the co-bed shitter of the week. Losing at Vanderbilt 21-14. The Tigers were a 21 or 22-point favorite. This game they is the fucking inexcusable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just got beat. Vandy was a better team, which is fucking unbelievable considering Vandy came in 1-5 and, and lost to UNLV at home Badly. the week before. Badly. 
Uh, Kelly Bryant played terribly. And mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing else to say. I think Vandy brought in like a, a new quarterback that was a Well, Vandy wrinkle, did but... start a new quarterback, but then Missouri knocked him out and they brought in their old quarterback. Then and we knocked just... him out for a minute. Then, then he came back. Uh, oh, yeah, with that targeting shit. We played dirty, too, and we suck. Yeah, yeah, just a blatant... Exactly, that, too. That we knocked... <laughs> Mizzou knocked out Vandy's quarterback. We lost on, in classless on fashion. On a blatant head-to-head targeting uh, on a... Where he goes down to, to slide, knock the kid knock the kid unconscious, I'm sure. Yeah. And then we still lose. 21-14. Unbelievably inexcusable loss for Mizzou, uh, who had a chance to improve to four or to three... Yeah, to to 3 and 0 in, in the SEC and be ahead of, be at the top of the SEC East. Uh they play Kentucky next week which they should win again or well they should have won this one. Anyhow. Just inexcusable. Even before the game, Gene Chizik on the SEC network like the guys like so how do you see uh, Vanderbilt's road to win? He's like there is no road to win. There's no chance. And they owned us the whole game. They really controlled the game. That's enough said. I, I don't want Agreed. You you covered it appropriately. Kelly Bryant uh a friend of mine who is a uh who knows some things about college football. Uh, Kelly Bryant? Described Kelly Bryant as a selfish player, and I would tend to agree with that. Uh. Uh, He he just wants to to scramble and make plays instead of taking two steps and throwing the football. Mm. Uh, Tigers lose 21-14 to Vanderbilt. They are also the bed shitters of the week. All right, let's run through uh, the rest of the top 25. Let's roll. Uh, Ohio State, the number four team in the country, stomps Northwestern on Friday night, 52-3. Uh, Justin Fields plays well. J.K. Dobbins run, ran the football effectively. Very uh, effectively. Ass kicking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bama defeats Tennessee 35-13 at home. Um, a fair, a, a decent performance for them. The big story, of course, Tua being knocked out. He was 11 for 12 before, before he gets yeah. injured on a quarterback sneak. And His uh, one incompletion was an interception, I will say that. Oh, well. There you go. So somebody caught every pass he threw. Very, mm-hmm. very catchable football. Uh, Najee Harris, 21 carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Tennessee stinks. We'll, we'll move on. It's all about Tua moving forward. Their their opponent in two weeks, number two LSU, improves to 7-0. They roll over Mississippi State in Starksville, 36-13. Uh, Jer- Joe Burrow, now in the driver's seat for the Heisman with Tua being injured, I would say. I, I think he's in right the fields, there. I suppose. 25 for 32, 327, and four scores. Still putting up video game numbers. Yeah. And uh, LSU rolls. Clemson rolls over Louisville, uh, 45 to 10, uh, uh, just an ass kicking in the, in the second half. Uh, this game was 17 to 3 at halftime. And then uh, Clemson turned it on. Trevor Lawrence bounced back with a better game, 20 for 29, 233, but three touchdowns. Clemson uh, looks. Like it's they're not going to lose in the ACC. Travis Etney with 192 rushing yards and a touchdown on 14 carries. 14 carries. That's pretty That's efficient. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma continues to roll and put up video game numbers. Jalen Hurts 16 for 17 for 316 <laughs> and three touchdowns. Also runs it for 10 carries, 75 yards Wait, and two touchdowns. Let me ask you: Is 16 for 17 accurate enough for you? It's pretty good. Is that going to work? So let's let's not forget about him in the Heisman cat. Uh, yeah, Heisman don't, race. Don't he sleep is, on Jalen. Right there as well. Did you see 52, the uh, fourteen over West? Did you Virginia. see the the sooner thing? Yeah, the turnover, sooner schooner. The schooner turnover. Of course I did. That was dramatic. It was great. Yeah, I I knew you were gonna love it. That's why I wanted to bring it up. We, you can see this on Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. We yeah. are we are unblocked by Instagram now. So 
we got some content going. We're too, we were too hot you, for the first the thing you post is is o, or Oklahoma carnage. Yeah, the schooner uh, turning over. Everybody was okay, thankfully. Uh, we talked about Illinois beating Wisconsin, the number six team, an unbelievable loss. I don't know how far they're going to f- drop in the polls uh, or how far they did f- drop, but embarrassing. And speaking of embarrassing, get ready to play this call, Brad. Michigan 21, Penn State 28. Uh, Penn State wins again and, and to improve to 7-0. and Michigan falls to 5-2 and and can't beat a decent team. I think they're like 1-9 and under Har- Harbaugh uh, against ranked teams and like 0-10 as, as underdogs. Uh, Penn State, not necessarily the most impressive performance, but they got the job done against yeah. a talented Michigan team at home. A good defense. Yeah, 28-21, Penn State rolls forward uh, undefeated in the in the Big Ten. They're right there, and they're in the mix, and that's all you really want. They go to Michigan State. They go to Minnesota, which could be two 9-0 or 8-0 teams in two weeks, three weeks, I guess. Yeah, there's a bye week in there, too. Uh, and then Ohio State at the end of the year. So Penn State rolls. Give me a roll. This voicemail. Yeah, guess who called? Will yeah, what up, backdoor cover? It's Will from Michigan. Um, you know, I'm not as disappointed today as I was expected to be. Michigan somehow managed to cover and come back and lose in a just beautiful fashion. Um, this was the best this team's played, I think. Um, the offense looked the best it has all year. Michigan moved the ball in the second half. Sound like looked really good ball. and uh, just couldn't finish, which is pretty par for the course. Um, obviously, the refereeing was pretty fucking terrible, especially okay. in the first I, half. I can't. You cut um, him off. That's of- enough. If you want to call our hotline, it's 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. Thank you for the call, Will. We appreciate you. 800-392-6344. Don't let Micah bring you down. Call our hotline. We'll play it for you. 800-392-6344. Save in your phone if your team wins, if they lose. You know, I don't... If, if you want to blame the refs, don't call. <laughs> or you could. Micah Will. could shame you. 28-21, Penn State rolls on. Florida uh, defeats South Carolina after this game was, was close for a while, but Florida scores 21 points in the fourth quarter. Oof. Um, and really looked impressive towards the end of this game. This was another impressive performance for Florida. Three quarters. This is of what sweating, good though. teams do. They this is what good or perhaps great teams do is they they stomp uh, tough teams at the end of the game, and they did this fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. Thirty eight twenty seven. Gators beat South Carolina at South Carolina. Kyle Trask twenty one of two uh, of thirty three for two hundred yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Florida wins. This was another impressive performance. They they improved to seven and one. You know we're we're this isn't a team that's a national championship caliber team, but now they with Missouri's loss, which sounds hilarious. Florida moves back into driver's the seat. driver's seat. Yeah, uh, with Georgia on the horizon in the SEC East. Georgia, the number ten team in the company, our country rolls over Kentucky twenty one nothing between the hedges. This game was tied at zero at half, uh, but then. Georgia got it rolling in the second half. Georgia floor is going to be some good theater. Well, that's uh, two weeks from now. Yeah, on uh, CBS. Is that the biggest cocktail party in America? Is that what do they call the largest cocktail party? Is that that one? Yeah, Florida Georgia, right? Yeah, I think so. So that should be really fun. Can't wait for that. That's two weeks from now, so that's on the horizon. That'll be two top ten teams. Mm. Uh, Georgia improves to six and one. Still can't believe they lost last week, but Jake Fromm nine for twelve for thirty five yards passing. That's not a whole lot of uh, activity. Not really. Uh, but not they, really. they ran the football. 21 carries, 
179 for DeAndre and two Swift. touchdowns for DeAndre Swift, yeah. who's, who's a difference maker. Quite swift. 21 nothing. Kentucky having a tough year. Moving on. Uh, number 11, Auburn, another SEC team. Stomps, uh, perhaps the worst SEC team, Arkansas, 51 to 10. Uh, less said about this, the better. Indeed. Arkansas stalks. I hope we don't have to play them. I'm scared. We do play them. Oh, great. Every year, uh, right after Thanksgiving. Anyway, Auburn 51, Arkansas 10. They suck. Arkansas about to get Alabama next week. They're going to get the doors blown off them. They're going to move to 0 and 5 in the SEC. Auburn improves to 6 and 1, 3 and 1 in conference play. Uh, with that swift ass kicking the team that auburn beat in week one which i, I have to contractually out uh, mention every podcast oregon uh defeated washington in a in a very exciting game it looked like it was going to be some more cannibal conference stuff going yeah on. Our washington was really in pretty good control here for the first half and then nope yeah, Oregon improves to 4-0 in the conference. They win 35-31 in what was really maybe the most exciting game of the week. Uh, Pac-12 race looks like Oregon's to lose at this point uh, as they improve to 6-1 overall and 4-0 in the Pac-12. I think they're ranked a little low. I'll just say it. Yeah. They, they have bounced back after that first week. They've got a stud quarterback, and uh, – yeah, know, this ball. is a good win. Washington's a pretty good football team. They were ranked 25th. They're going to fall out of the top 25, but they're well coached. They, you know, that's a good win on the road. Uh, Herbert and uh, Oregon moves to six and one. Uh, moving to another game in the Pac-12, the Herm Firm, who was getting a lot of buzz, ranked number 17 in the country, gets stomped by the Utah Utes. Utah, number 13 in the country. Uh, improves to six and one and three and one in the Pac-12 with a twenty-one to three win at home. Uh, Utah just being big, mean, and better. Yes, uh, indeed. Then, you know, whoever, whoever, whoever they play, other than USC, shockingly, <laughs> right. uh, tough loss for the Herm Firm. They fall to five and two and two and two in conference, and they're pretty much done. Uh, Zach Moss became the all-time leading rusher for Utah. Hmm. So there's there you go. Pretty impressive. BYU, the Mormons, with another shocking win. This this may be the the other than the two bedshitters of the week. This one is right there. Boise State falls at BYU. Oh boy, the Soakers. Uh, they soak them twenty eight twenty five. Boise scored fifteen points in the fourth quarter to make this game a little closer. But Good Boise God. was in command here, up twenty eight to ten, moving to the fourth quarter. Uh, Boise made a run at it, but BYU. Your Soakers improved to three and four, including wins over USC and Boise State, <laughs> uh, an undefeated Boise State team, which now falls to six and one. And I'm kind of relieved. I'm not going to. I'm very relieved. Yeah, I don't want to hear. I don't, don't want to see that shit. blue field. I don't want to hear Boise State. I'm not trying to see them go to a bowl game and do some sort of Statue of Liberty shit and beat somebody they probably have no business beating, but because they're whatever. I just don't want to see all that. Yeah. Baylor or a BYU's quarterback has the most BYU quarterback name of all time. Baylor Romney yeah. <laughs> went 15 for 26 and two touchdowns. Do you think he's an offspring of Mitt Romney? I hope so. So shouts to the Mormons and uh, everybody who's getting a little soak as they win. Yes. Uh, Texas in another game that would have been a bed shitter candidate. It might as well be. They still are. Yeah. Texas defeats Kansas 50 to 48. Let me say that again. Texas, the University of Texas defeats Kansas in football at home 50 to 48 in Austin a fucking pathetic performance by UT uh the fourth there were 50 points scored in the fourth quarter of this game <laughs> Kansas scores 24 Texas scores 26 Kansas should have won the game uh 
I mean, they look like the better football team for most of it. Texas has a better quarterback and a better kick, a kicker. That kicker goes. Yeah, Dicker the kicker is a stud. Kansas missed field goals. Uh, they But they went down the field, went for two to take the lead. They led this game 48-47 with like a minute left. Yeah. Texas goes down. Dicker the kicker gets the game-winning kick as time expires. UT 50, Kansas 48. If Texas doesn't fall, I mean, this isn't the 15th best team in the country. It's just pathetic. You, you can't give up 48 points to Kansas at home. To it's, anybody, It's really. tough coming off that Red River stuff, but... I'm with you. You can't. There's just no justifying it. Same Texas with Missouri. Five same with Texas. Yeah, they stink. Baylor, an impressive win. Baylor, uh, who should jump over Texas. They're they're the best team in the state at Absolutely. the moment. Absolutely. Baylor improves to seven and zero with a forty five twenty seven win in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. That is impressive. A very impressive team. This, I hadn't seen them win an impressive game. This is impressive. Yeah. Baylor is quietly seven and zero and sneaky and and looking like they may be the best team uh, outside of Oklahoma in the Big Twelve. Charlie Brewer went 13 for 17 for 312 and a touch. That's pretty good efficiency. That'll do. Um, we don't know how. I mean, Oklahoma State may not be any good. They're now one and three in conference, uh, four and three overall. They're mediocre, but this, that's not an easy place to play. Uh, Baylor got comes some in ranked talent too. with with a, a target on their back, and they go win the game. So big shouts to them. 45 27. Another team that gets big shouts, and another team that should that in my state of Texas power ranking should be ahead of the University <laughs> of Texas. Shane Bouchelle and the SMU Ponies uh, win at home against Temple, one of the best teams in the American Conference. Uh, or Yeah, in the American, whatever. 45-21, Shane Bouchelle goes for 30 for 53, 457 and six touchdowns. That is some numbers right there. I mean, if you have him on your fantasy team, if you're playing college fantasy, you're a weirdo. But you're a psycho. That's who you want this week. Bouchelle, 457 and six scores. Uh, they also had a 100-yard rusher and a and Reggie Robertson Jr. catches eight balls for two fifty and three scores. You Get want him that on your man fantasy an team? Ice bath. Good God! I mean SMU. He's running Oof. marathons in a football game. I didn't see if uh, if the ponies had, you know, if the Dallas celebrities have started showing up, but I bet they'll be there soon. I was there, not at the game, but I was in Dallas. Okay, cool. I'm a celebrity. Were you in a luxury box with Tony <laughs> Romo? Not till next week. I'm I was sure. at some dumpy Dallas uh, chain bar, but it was cool. That sounds terrible. Mm. Uh, yeah, big. I mean, the, the Ponies, they go to Houston next week, uh, a Houston team that is basically actively tanking. Mm-hmm. That's on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go to Memphis after a bye. Memphis being perhaps the, the co-favorite in that, in that yes, conference. they definitely came so in. So that'll be a big one. I mean, that, that one could be a college game day. Well, no, we know there's 100 great games that week. But yeah. that's So if you're looking for big, big, big football, we're we're three weeks away from the big week. But anyway, yeah. uh, at Memphis, Eastern Carolina, at Navy, and Tulane at home. Uh, you know, Statistically, the chances of them running the table aren't very good with all of the power rankings I've seen, but really impressive okay. for SMU, who keeps rolling. Go Ponies. Uh, that is number 19. Another team that's undefeated and looking... Well, I won't... You, no one gets credit for being Rutgers, but uh, Minnesota improves to 7-0. and They defeat Rutgers 42-7. to that's number 20, Minnesota, unbeaten. Yeah. Undefeated. Uh, Minnesota, again, will be 8-0 because they face... This is another team whose schedule has lined up very well. Yes. They face Maryland next week. Then they get a week off. Then they face Penn State. So you're looking at possibly 8-0 uh, unbeaten. Minnesota versus 8-0 Penn State yeah. uh, in two weeks or three weeks. Whatever. Everybody's got to buy at this point. But anyway, Minnesota rolls. The big story of this game is they had a a four-time cancer survivor who's a walk-on hold 
uh, an extra point. Mm. And there were tears, and the coach cried. Very PJ inspiring. Flag. Yeah, it was inspiring. I, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Good. Let's go on. Yeah, lots of hugs. Shouts to Minnesota. They move on. Yeah, sorry. Brad's giving me the, the wrap it up sign. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati defeats Tulsa. I don't know anything about these teams, I'll be honest. Uh, they win 24-13. Tulsa falls to 0-3, so they stink. Cincinnati takes care of business at home. They move to 3-0 and in the American, another team there. That's a pretty good league. It's starting to come together. Iowa 26, Purdue 20. Purdue's pretty tough uh, in, in sort of like a not good way. They suck, like just, but they're hard to play. They're, yeah, they're just sneaky. Their quarterback, Jack Plummer, not Jake Plummer, not Jake the Snake. <laughs> okay. uh, Jack the Snack, uh, <laughs> 30 for 50, 327 and two scores. That's Purdue clever. throws the ball like every fucking play. Yeah. But Iowa holds on 26-20. Uh, to improve to five and two, a lot of field goals. Number twenty four, Appalachian State, also six and zero. They beat Louisiana Monroe fifty two to seven. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. There's that's your top twenty five uh, rundown. Does Appalachian State play anybody that's? Significant? I don't even know what league they're in. So they got Texas State on their, their schedule. South Carolina coming up. We'll see. They got some tough games. Yeah, next week looks a little quiet, but the the next two weeks after that are when things are starting to get. Really serious. Yep. LSU really serious. Bama collision course. LSU Bama, uh Georgia, Florida. You got you got some matchups. Big things coming. Penn State, Minnesota, which is a surprise. Uh Memphis SMU, Baylor. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of good football coming up. So anyway, it was good. Good weekend. Uh shouts to the bed shitters and those teams who uh managed to to get some wins. Um you know, I love it. I love Lane Kiffin getting fined five thousand dollars for tweeting a picture of refs being blind, hmm. uh, which was always funny. Yeah, and uh, he deserves it. But shouts to them, uh, to the FAU. I got nothing else. That's Call our it. hotline eight hundred three nine two six three four four eight hundred three nine two six three four four. Brad and I will be back later this week previewing both college and pro football. Uh, and check out, of course, mind of break. And hopefully we're back with Titan High maybe tonight. Hopefully. That's it, Brad. Follow us on Instagram, at BackdoorCoverPod, uh, our podcast. And, uh, you know, that's it. Check out mine and Mike at Travel Week. It's huge. Definitely. All right. Until next time. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>